Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Uh, I've got another email today from, uh, actually from one of our students this time, not from somebody that's read one of our books. And this young gentleman called Wade, he's a, a pretty much a brand new student. He's just completed his first module and he just had a, sat his exam on Sunday. And um, I'd like to let you know, Wade, that you did exceptionally well on your exam. So well done. And I've been chatting with our our support team or your mentors, and they, they've said that uh, you're a, an excellent student, so congratulations. Um, his subject is asking for some thoughts on my strategy. He said, hey Dale, I'm not sure if you remember, but we spoke on the phone last year when I was considering starting a course, and I'm back from backpacking trip now, or from my backpacking trip now, and I've just finished module one. I really enjoy the course, and I appreciate the importance of understanding the theory behind trading before I actually get involved. However, I've been in and out of the stock market before, and I want to gain experience while um, I'm completing the course too. So I've been watching the stock market for some time, and I've recently put in a small trade to test my analysis. I was wondering if you have any advice on my thinking when I entered the trade. Before I go on to the trade, I'll just chat a little bit about what you've just said there. We get a lot of people wanting to do the course and wanting to trade through the course, and while that's okay for people that I think have have been trading up to wanting to do the course that have got some knowledge on it. Some people I would suggest not to start trading until at least they've completed module three. But again, it's still, it is really your choice what you do and, and depending on how much knowledge that you have prior to it. Because what often I find is a little bit of knowledge can actually be quite dangerous in the stock market because a lot of people take on what's out there in, in books and what they see at some of these free seminars and, and it's really general information and, and a lot of people know it. So therefore you're, you have limited effectiveness on some of that information you're getting and, and we find that people find challenges in, in actual trading. Therefore, that's why they come to us to sort all that out and give them some st- strategy and some and skills that will actually help them get better results than what the market's actually giving them uh, and so they can get more control into it. So you're falling into that sort of trap of saying, I want to get in onto the marketplace here and I really find it's... Um, comes from people wanting to not miss out on a bull market. They say, oh, the market's quite bullish. Let's get into it now before I miss out. And to me, the, the biggest thing I say to people is the market will always be there. Your knowledge and experience will determine whether you are or not. And that's really, it's not about getting into the market today because it's been bullish. It's about making sure that when you do get into the market, that you've got the highest probability of success. Yeah, if you miss this bull market, they might be running for the next one or two months. Big deal. There'll be another one. There'll be another bear market. There'll be another crash. There'll be another meltdown. There'll be another, you know, long, you know, six-year bull market. There'll be lots of different things happening. You're never going to miss out. It's just about the market is there when, you, when you're ready for it. So quite often I find people try and get into the market too early in fear of missing out, fear, fear of losing the opportunity. Uh, and that's really an emotional thing. So I suggest don't do that. But I'll go on to his trade now. And he says, I've been looking for stocks within the ASX top 50. Fantastic. And I can see many stocks which are just trading sideways uh, or are already in a bull trend and have been for a while. 
that sort of statement there, I think it's quite a little bit general and obviously based on the knowledge that you have right now. So, But right now at the moment, I think the market is bullish. So to me, generally, I think you're quite okay there. He said, I've watched your seminars and listened to you through the webinars in the course. And I knew to wait out the first hour or so of the market before placing a trade to bypass those early moves. Yeah, I call that the first half hour, hour of the complex silly season, but that's a whole nother story again. He said, I came across ANZ and I can see that it's in an uptrend, which started in early 2009. Yep, like most of the banks did. And at first thought I had missed the bus on this stock and looked over it. Now, to me, that whole I missed the bus on this stock and looking over it is it depends on what you're looking at. And, and really, to me, you haven't missed the bus on ANZ, but it's always about don't try and get in too early. As, as also, as I mentioned a minute ago, the stock will tell you when it's a nice time to buy it. He said, I was watching the market yesterday, and this is as of uh, Tuesday, the 23rd of March, that he was watching it yesterday. He said, I was much watching the market yesterday, and I noticed the price just created a new high above its former high in November of last year. I initially thought this would be a strong resistance point as the price had fallen nearly 20% since it was up at the $25 market mark. As it broke through resistance, I thought it could be a good time to buy because I can see a trend moving up all the way without any resistance until its all-time high of $31.40. He said, this morning the stock opened higher than yesterday's close and moved up strongly in the morning. So today, just before midday, I bought the stock at $25.56. I set my stop loss at $23.50. Fantastic. And I know I probably shouldn't be trading until I've done, I've started, been studying your course for longer. So I just bought a small amount of shares to gain the experience. I set my stop loss at $23.50 for a few reasons. Firstly, because I didn't want to risk too much on the trade. I knew it was based on nothing more than my basic knowledge of trends and resistance levels. And of course, all the great money management rules I've learned in module one. Secondly, I put it just under the level where the stock was trading sideways for about two weeks. So I thought that the stock could rebound back at around $24.50, hopefully. I realized that if the stock moved back to its trend line, I would get stopped out, but I was interested in a short-term jump after breaking the resistance. Wade, you've actually you've actually basically committed one of the real sort of, I'm not supposed to say cardinal sins, but one of the tricks or things that amateurs really, really get stuck into uh, or get tricked by a lot is that you've got to realise that support and resistance is such a really, really basic thing that every single person in Australia knows about it. So professional traders know about it right down to people with very, very little experience. And what happens is, is you see the market, 78% of the shares trade on our market is by a professional. And so they see a stock moving up to where most people would perceive it to be a resistance level. The stock moves, they push it through it, get people to start buying that stock, and then they'll start selling into it. And that's exactly what's happened yesterday. They wanted to obviously sell um, ANZ shares. And so they pushed it through that resistance level to get it through there to get to what, what I would call the amateurs going in to buy the stock and then they start selling into that new buying because it is a new resistance level. To me, I think it looks like, looks like what you're doing is looking at on a daily chart because you're talking about the stock trading sideways. That's where you've set your stop loss. I can't see that. It's just you're talking about six or seven days where the market went up and down, but really that move was actually downward move. It's only about six or seven days where it traded around that sort of 24.50 mark. That's not a sideways movement. That's just a bit of um, consolidation period. It's, it really is too short you need to be looking at the weekly chart you'll learn that in module two you'll learn a hell of a lot more things in module two and module three that will have you not in there i can't see a trend line that's close to that stock at all uh, there's just not one there it has been moving up uh, since march 2009 so you're uh, correct in that 
we've seen the stock move up quite strongly over the last few weeks, but there's nothing there. There's absolutely no buy trigger there for me at all. And you'll learn that as you're going into the course that, and you'll go back to this trade. And I suggest you do go back to it and have a look at it and you'll go, yep, now I know why I did this. I did it wrong. And I, I should have been having had some more rules around that. So don't stress a bit about it too much. Your stop loss is about 8%. That's far too tight in my book for a stock like this. Uh, your stop loss where you've set it, it's not necessarily in the right spots. Again, we'll work on that as we're going through the course, but don't stress about it too much because I think ANZ at least is medium-term bullish. Um, I think it's going to go up for the next couple of months. So one or two days does not make uh, the trade, and that's really where you've got to get your head around all of that. I'm going to leave this part of the podcast right where we are right now. I don't want to make it too long. So I'm going to split this into two parts because I still want to handle the rest of your emails. So um, Wade and everybody else, please go to part two. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Take care and I look forward to chatting with you on the part two. Bye-bye. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.